Welcome to the Dharma Spring. Okay. We'll begin a new, a different ancestor. We'll begin a different ancestor. <laughs> we'll start hanging out with a different ancestor than before. Uh, Yangshan Weiji. And as I mentioned in the email, we're going to have uh, Guishan Lingyo showing up quite a bit too. The, the two of them having an intimate connection and um, often appearing together in koans, their exchanges illuminating something, you know, again and again for themselves and for others. So a little bit about Yangshan since uh, that's the one we'll be focusing on. There'll be a few we'll have that's just him or him and others without Guishan. Um, but um, yeah, focusing on Yangshan. He, um, from the notes about his life, says around you know, when he was 15, he wanted to join the monastery. Go off and live the, the religious life, you know, the monastic life, but his parents didn't allow it. Um, he tried, you know, convincing him and he needed him to stay and work and help out the family, all the things that people needed to do. Um, so he persisted with no success until when he was 17. To show his determination, he cut off two of his fingers. And then they said, okay, you can go. <laughs> you know, those stories come up sometimes, like, let me show you how determined I am to do this. I will, you know, cut off two of my fingers, give up literally part of myself because it means so much to me. And then as with, um, as, I, as I probably say every time it comes up, as with others, his first entry into the way was with the Vinaya school, the, the precepts ethical guidelines, uh, behaviors, you know, approaching things from that way, conduct, that's what I was thinking of. Um, then after that, for a while, he started going around and meeting with the various uh, prominent teachers of the day, well-known, you know, people popping up in Zen in that realm. And he ended up with a teacher named Don Yuan, who he was with for a while and said he had some measure of awakening there with Don Yuan, but um, still wasn't complete. That's when he ended up traveling more and meeting with Guishan and just connected and things further developed. And after 15 years with, uh, with Guishan, he was named a successor and the line continued on. But also as mentioned in the email and their connection, the two of them getting together, they gave birth to the Guiyang school. Um, not like they sat down to do it intentionally, but looking back at it, we can see something particular happened there where something, after it just being these individual cases and Zen or Chan spread out, kind of broad and um, scattered in a good way, like scattering seeds, you know, 
and um, nothing particular shaping up in a in a specific way that looked much different than anything anywhere else. With them, there's a particular flavor that was noticeable. How something different was happening, and it had a lot to do with the two of them being together and the way they had their back and forth and all that. Um, the Guayang school is known as the school of equals. So it was cooperative rather than competitive. You might get that, that spirit of it and playful. <laughs> and uh, that, that comes up, the feeling of the playfulness comes through a lot in these stories of uh, Guayang and Yangshan together. Um, use of metaphor and imagery, inviting dreams in more. We have a, some koans that, with Yangshan, in particular that work with dreams. And then Yangshan himself had brought forth these things called the, the circle figures that have since been lost, but there used to be a book that collected these figures where you, you know, with your hands make this circle or a half circle, or might take a stick in the air, draw a circle, and they all had symbolic meaning, esoteric kind of practices. And there's, they show up and even those show up in a koan or two, but the record of them, what they actually were has itself been lost. So we just have those few koans, at least for now, who knows, maybe it'll be discovered someday. But anyway, a little bit of that, you know, the background there. <clears throat> um, eventually Guishan died and Yangshan went on from there teaching. And we'll get into some of those stories as we go on in the weeks ahead. That's for now, we have this one. Uh, let me read, read it again. One day, Guishan was picking tea with Yangshan. Guishan said, all day long, I've heard your voice, but haven't seen your form. Yangshan shook the tea bush. <laughs> Guishan commented, you know how it works, but you don't know what it is. You know what it is, but you don't know how it works, responded Yangshan. I spare you 30 blows of my staff, said Guishan. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, <laughs> makes me laugh, this one. Um, like I said, that playful spirit and the, you know, the back and forth that they're having there um, just feels good you know, to feel that. Um, I suppose you, know, you have to check for yourself. It could feel like this uh, criticism, this back and forth that might have a harder edge, but I don't feel any hard edge there. It just feels like this soft edge and this flow of back and forth between them. And that just may be how it's landing for me and saying something about how I'm holding things. So notice how it is for you to see if that comes through or if something else comes through. And, you know, that's how we do this. Regardless of what I say or what the books say about who and how they were, how is it for you when you meet this? Yeah. Um, the more I've hung out with this, which has just been not that long <laughs> since yesterday afternoon or so that first that opening line from Guishan, i'm just like wow what a great expression that is 
how much like the practice and the way that that is that it expresses it so well all day long i've heard your voice but i haven't seen your form it just makes me think of yeah all day long you might if i had to put words to it like the Tao, the way the presence of the Tao. it's like all day long i've felt the presence of it the workings of it i felt it but i haven't seen it <laughs> i haven't been able to say ah oh, there it is and get a hold of it right and it just seems like again so much of the experience of practice and the way or just living itself um, all day long maybe doing things and feeling the support of something feeling the connection with something but not being able to get a hold of it pin it down and that could lead to the making a formula and a recipe and something i can just put into use all the time so maybe well, good thing I can't get a hold of its form, its you know, actual form there. Does it have an actual form? That's Yangshan's response of shaking the tea bush. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh. This has been my form all day long, picking tea leaves. And you heard the bush shaking. And that's my voice too the shaking of the bush, the picking of the leaves. And right here, this is it. What other form could there be? Yeah. That's kind of what comes across almost as he, well, he's silently saying, yes, you have. I haven't seen your form. Yes, you have. See the bush shaking? And that's kind of, you know, I could take this as just, instead of being two people, it's me. Um, wondering how, how, where was it today how did it happen today where could where was that thing that seemed to be informing and supporting my thoughts and action and words it was like oh it was in that moment of feeding the cats oh and in that moment of yielding so somebody could merge or oh in that moment of cutting somebody off you know Oh, in that moment of heading across town, that moment of cooking and eating, you know, again and again, all sorts of tea bushes shaking in my life, showing the evidence of here it is, here it is, but of course not being an actual tea bush, just being whatever, like here it is in this mug with this drink. Oh, that hmm because now what comes to mind is Hakuin's the formless form comes into form yeah it's a formless form it's not contained it's not limited it has no fixed place but it's always coming into form as a flow one form into the next one after the other yeah so what a lovely phrase i say just that opening phrase all day long, hearing the voice, but not seeing the form, yeah. That seems almost it could hold up by itself as something just to hang out with as a koan invitation and introspection, a companion. And then so what happens next kind of feels almost, it's connected, but almost its own thing, the two of them having their back and forth after the 
after Yang Chan shaking that tea bush. Guishan commenting, you know how it works, but you don't know what it is. You know what it is, but you don't know how it works. <laughs> um, and I guess I, uh, it was also a similar experience of, ah, yeah, that's just how it is, isn't it? Yeah. And it came down to, again, not being necessarily two people going back and forth, as in the story, but me going back and forth with myself, noticing that sometimes I know how it works. That's when it's just happening, you know. Things are just going along well, it seems. And the workings are happening. Things are being accomplished and there's that feeling of it. But I can't really say what it is that's happening, right? Other times it can be the other way. It's, oh, I'm clear, like, I'm clear that there's something here in me and I want to express it. I'm in touch with it. I know what it is, kind of, you know, not necessarily pinning it down, but I can feel it strongly within me, but I can't get it out. <laughs> I can't express it. So I know what it is, but I can't get the workings out, right? Um, it reminded me of the, the two instances here of when there have been times and will still be times where I will say something that just comes forward so the workings happen, but I don't exactly know what I mean. <laughs> a phrase comes out and it's like, huh. I noticed the phrase, the words came to mind, the form of the words, you know, showed up. And I spoke them because there was something about them that seemed, yeah, in touch with something that I was responding to. But I didn't know exactly what I meant by that. It's like, huh, what does that mean? <laughs> and it's interesting when it comes out of my own mouth, yeah? It's like, huh, it came out. I'm not sure what that means. And it'll be sometimes months or years later that I go, oh, <laughs> that's what I meant. So all that time, not knowing what it is, but noticing it, it worked, the workings, yeah, it came forward. Then the other side of that is feeling it and then trying to express it and saying what I can say is like, no, that's not quite it. Well, maybe uh, I try again, no, that's not quite it. And I realize I can't quite just get it together enough to feel satisfied in how I express it, right? Knowing how it is not knowing how or knowing what it is but not how it works yeah then in the bigger picture to notice well that's just that's how it is sometimes sometimes the coming forth is just there without having to think too much about what i'm bringing forth and how it's coming forth just noticing it's working sometimes that's in the forefront other times being in touch with something but not really knowing how to bring it forth or what to say that's in the forefront. And neither one of those feels like um, a problem or a great accomplishment. It's just like, oh, it, it rotates like that. It's okay. I can, I can ease up. I don't always have to be, um, I don't know if it's possible to always be uh, integrated. The knowing and the doing coming forth as one. 
then the question comes to mind, if I can be aware of it as coming forth as one, then is that really it? <laughs> you know, that thing when we, when we put a name on it and say, ah, oh, there it is, immediately there it isn't, right? Because we've named it, we've identified it, and it's always moving. And it's kind of that thing of trying to stop it and get a hold of it. So that brings me to, you know, if I'm looking with the eyes or working with the mind of trying to measure, is this knowing or is this the working? And I'm, you know, evaluating. Then it's always going to be this conversation of, well, I know how it works, but not what it is. Because I've got this measurement that says either or, right? Or a measurement that's trying to say both. But because I'm measuring, I can't say both, right? Because there's that extra uh, facet in the field of the measurement, which separates, right? The being and the doing. When you put up a measurement stick, there's this third thing that just illuminates the difference, highlights the differences. So this becomes, for me, rather than Guishan and Yangshan having the back and forth with each other, they're just sharing, oh, this is how it is in life, isn't it? Sometimes I know how it works, but not what it is. And I'm aware of that. Other times I know what it is, but not how it works. And I'm aware of that. The kind of that feeling maybe of incompleteness of not being able to get a hold of it, pin it down, capture it, that kind of thing. But then there's the times that I was thinking of where there's not even a thought of knowing or working. There's just whatever's happening. <laughs> um, and I laugh because it comes up often also. It's another one of these things of expressing something. So all, all three of my examples are of that. But it's... um. And somebody will sometimes ask, so how have you been? And I have to stop and I realize I haven't been paying attention, so I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been measuring and evaluating. How am I doing? How, how am I being? I haven't been paying attention to it. I've just been doing all the things that I do. And so when they ask, it was nice and interesting the very first time when I really looked at it and was like, huh. I don't know how I'm doing. Why is that? Oh, I haven't been paying attention to that. <laughs> and then I kind of observe and take a survey in that moment and say, well, I can't find anything that says anything other than I've been doing all right. <laughs> um, but it's kind of nice to notice there's not a me there evaluating all the time. How am I doing? How am I doing? How am I doing? Which is that measuring stick, right? So within that field of no measurement, there can be, again, the coming forth of the workings primarily, and then the coming forth of the knowing primarily. But in that sense, they're not two. They're just the rotating, the dance, where one is in front, then the other is in front. And there's those times where they're, the dance itself is more important than to know who's leading, right? to know who's taken, taken the lead, to realize it depends upon both and more than just knowing and working.
yeah, a lot more things. So that wider field, the dance floor in which it's all happening, no measurement, just music in responding, yeah. So I guess, I'm, you know, that last thing, I spare you 30 blows of my staff. I wonder, and I keep wondering, does that have a connection to this thing of, I've not been paying attention to how I'm doing. You know, no measurement. I don't know, I'll have to see, or if that's just something extra that floated in from my experience. But to go to that last phrase, I spare you 30 blows of my staff. You know, the, the, the 30 blows of the staff are, you can take that different ways. To spare somebody the 30 blows could be a bad thing. Like, you're not worth dirtying my stick. <laughs> you know, sometimes I spare you 30 blows. You should be beaten, but it's not worth dirtying my stick with you, right? Or what I feel more in this case is, Yang Shan's, I mean, Guishan is like, well, I think I should give you some blows, but I'm not really sure that there's anything wrong with what you're saying. And maybe I'm the one who deserves the blows. And so I spare you 30 blows. Um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> More in that space of the beginning for me, you know. I've heard your voice, but haven't seen your form. And yet, their bushes shaking so is it true i haven't really and so the the dividing up the measuring the knowing the clarity you know guishan's maybe in that place of huh i'm still working this out so for now for now i spare you 30 blows and then who knows when they'll come down if ever and then from the other side of it you know from a student's side wanting the 30 blows that could be oh good <laughs> you know i was worthy of receiving the blows of the staff uh i mean it's a it's a weird zen chan thing to say but oh my my teacher's great compassion he hit me with the staff <laughs> um so to not be hit would be oh i'm not worthy right that could be a feeling of it but i don't know that yang shan really cares <laughs> about blows or no blows, right? They're just there in the midst of it, um, dancing along together. Hmm. There's a longer version of this koan, uh, which is interesting to take up. It's not that different, it just has a couple extra phrases where it says, um, after, Guishan says, you know how it works, but you don't know what it is. Yangchun says, well, what would you say, teacher? And then Guishan sits there silently. In response to that, Yangshan says, you know what it is, but you don't know how it works. <laughs> um, and then Guishan says, I spare you 30 blows of my staff. Yangshan replies, if I receive the 30 blows of the staff, who will receive 30 blows from me? 
Wei Shan responds, I spare you 30 blows of my staff. <laughs> so this version takes out that exchange, but in that longer exchange, there's more of that playfulness and even the invitation of give me the blows, but then who's going to receive them from me, right? Um, and in that one, especially with uh, Guishan sitting silently in response as to what would you say, knowing how it works, but not what it is, kind of represents the vastness, the emptiness, the non-doing, that broad thing without the measurement, which um, is just as stuck of place to be as being stuck in this world of form, right? Um, so that's why you could see the knowing how it works and knowing what it is, is the dance of form and emptiness. And as the Heart Sutra says, form is exactly emptiness, emptiness exactly form. Shake the tea bush right here. Can you divide that up, right? Hmm. In the end, these two, with their different expressions and perspectives, I find really need each other. <laughs> Guishan and Yangshan. There's this sense of completion that can happen because of the two coming forth just as they are. Um, and I think something that stands out is you can kind of feel how they're not taking anything personal here. They're enjoying the back and forth. They're enjoying this play of exploring how it is together. Sometimes knowing what it is, sometimes knowing how it works, altogether forgetting at other times. But not taking it personal. They realize, oh, because you have that experience, you help me understand my own experience. And we go on together like that, illuminating the way for each other, as each other, or as one <laughs> in that connection, right? And so that I can roll that into my own experience of those times where I feel, oh, I didn't quite say it the way I wanted to say it. I didn't quite get the workings out. Or the times where, well, I did it, but I wish I knew how so I could repeat it, but I can't get a hold of that, you know, that other side of both of those feeling a little incomplete actually are not incomplete. Fortunately, they have each other within me. <laughs> the knowing and the working. Um, neither one has to take charge. Neither one has to go away. They get to dance within me in cooperation. And then again, not just the two of them. All the ways of being that are within me need each other. And fortunately, there's not just one way of being or one specific set of how-tos that I need to get a hold of and capitalize on and make it so. It's like, ah, oh, look at this wide array of being and doing that always is available to me in partnership with one another, dancing along, dancing along, yeah. Which brings me back to the beginning, touching into that 
I can smile, look at myself, look at my own experience, say all day long, I've heard your voice, but I haven't seen your form. Ah, great. <laughs> hmm. So what about that? Yeah. Thank you for listening. For more about Andrew Palmer and his teachings, please visit bowandroar.com and look for him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.